And now for our feature presentation. Hi everybody, welcome to the Idle Matinee podcast episode 85. This is the perfect episode to listen to if you're a new listener, and it's also the perfect little episode to listen to if you're an ongoing listener, because this is the one. So listeners, step through the door, take your coat off, hang it up, take your shoes off, sit in that chair in the corner, just relax. You are part of the conversation, never feel you're not. You're always part of the conversation. And boy, what a conversation we've got for you today. So don't go any further back. You can if you want. Let's take your shoes off. You don't have to if you don't want to. It's not carpet. It's only wood laminate. Sit in that chair in the corner. Relax. Listen to the conversation. Get angry with it if you want to. Think, oh, I can't listen to this. What the hell? Please, just stick with it. Just for a little bit. Just stick with it, please. We promise you it will get better. We are getting better. And by episode 100, hopefully we'll be quite good. But if you're a new... Uh, anyway, who's here today? It's me, Ben. Bonsoir, je m'appelle Grégoire. Looking at my Gucci, it's about that time. Yeah, it's me, Johnny Ribena. Bang, bang. I'm the Alpha. I'm the Omega. Only joking. Um, it's Chris. Delta COVID is back. Chris is back in the room. So where shall we begin this week? Uh, has anyone got any great subjects they want to talk about? Or do you want me to begin? I can tell you what I've done. I've done. Yeah, let's talk about what you've done. You you've went been here away, haven't you? I've been away, yeah. So basically, um, everyone knows I've got a bit of a habit of finding um, like street oysters, I call them. Um, and basically, little treasures I find on the floor. And currently, there's loads of face masks. So I, um, I've been collecting them up, boiling them up, and then just drying them out, vacuum pack, sell five for a quid. I mean, it's such a good price. No one's going to argue with that anyway. Everyone can see their bargain. So that that's it. Yeah. Car boot sale. No, I just do it like I've got this long Mac um, and I just keep them inside the Mac and then just open up a, a sleeve of it. And Ration books, nylons, that type of thing. That's It's very similar to that. It's got a similar feel, hasn't it? The like a spiv, the like, a, like a second-hand mask spiv. That's exactly is, it. Is yeah. that what the new little moustache is all about? Yeah, yeah. I've waxed it now. He's That's a cheeky nice. cockney con man. Well, I'm, e- glad, I'm glad you wash them because a lot of people that do that don't actually wash them. And there's a lot of scams going about at the moment. Who's the girl you used to be in here, say? With the glasses and the new tits. It was in Coronation Street. Kimberly, Kim, no, Kim, uh, Kim something. She yeah, knows, Kimberly Walsh. Yeah, she Walsh, knows about know. scams. Her and that old copper that used to be on Crime Watch, they're always looking into scams. The fat copper from Crime Watch that was very good at his job. What's the copper that looks like Action Man? He's always solving shit, isn't he, on the telly, that busybody? Oh, uh, yeah. Was he like the drug star or something? Oh, Rav. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rav, yeah. He's a busybody. Uh, Rav, he? yeah. yeah. Rav looks like he'd come knocking on your door, but to give you a check rather than to take down your details. <laughs> Someone's knocking on your door. Oh, it's Rav. What, mate? Rav looks like he follow you home, strangle you and hide you in a bunker. So, uh, has anyone else been doing anything exciting this week? Um, I heard this week uh, Richard Madeley, um, and what is it, this morning he's on, isn't he, or whatever. He, what's he replacing someone on? Uh, he was replacing yeah, Piers Morgan. Yeah. GMB. GMB, Oh, yeah. was he replacing Piers Morgan? Oh, good. Yeah, he, uh, he had the rapper Big Zoo on, and he, uh, I quote, I'm always curious how people like you choose your rapping names. <laughs> that's quite a good one, yeah. People like you? Yeah, I think that's Madeley's most Partridge interview uh, yet. Uh, he is Partridge. I see uh, Colin Pitchfork is in the uh, 
the news this week. I thought his name was a little on the nose. Maybe Stephen Rapist or Malcolm Mass Murderer would have been a better name. Sorry, who the fuck's Colin Pitchfork? Uh, Google it. Yeah, well, I'll tell you who he is. No, I'm asking you. Oh. Why can't you tell me? Just Google it. Google it. Yeah, yeah, it's not much of a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, oh, don't, don't fuck the podcast. Don't have a conversation. Just yeah. Yeah, go back and Google it. Okay, then. Uh. I was wondering whether I should do that. Now I'm a little bit more detached and less fluid from you guys. When I should just go off and verify shit while you're chatting away. And, um, Fact checker. Maybe, I don't, yeah, I don't mind do being ghoulish. I don't mind being ghoulish. Yeah. But I must admit, I only know a tiny bit about it, so I thought I'd el- elbow it off. But I think he murdered two young girls, uh, was it in the 80s or something? Colin Pitchfork. Oh. And then he was supposed to be in jail for the rest of his life, but the, the parole board have said that it's time to let him out because he looks like a cool dude, Mr. C. Pitchfork. Really? Yeah. <laughs> this calls for a Colin Pitchfork, Pitchfork improv at the parole well, board. I just thought, if you use his if you use his initial, it's C Pitchfork. That's even better. Yeah. It, unless he, unless he, he, did he went him into the court and there was like, lady and gentlemen of the jury, Christine Pitchfork, Carlos Pitchfork, Carl Pitchfork, as he went through the jury, and then like judge, you know, um, Jeremy Pitchfork. Well, I imagine the judge's name was Seymour Convictions. <laughs> so what? So this so this guy Colin Pitchfork has <laughs> killed. Two girls in the eighties in nineteen eighty or something. Something like that. I don't. You'll have to. I'll have to Google it. And now, but they're letting him out now because he's a cool dude. Well, they're trying to, but the government are looking into not letting him out. So it sounds to me like they're going for an easy win. Okay. Uh, do you think? He, I wonder what got his cool dude status. Whether it was like disco dancing or maybe. Johnny's words. Johnny's saying he's a cool dude. I'm not, I'm I didn't maybe say. You should, maybe you should read. Oh, the they were schoolgirls. Oh. <laughs> I mean, most girls. Go to oh school. no! I imagine double child killer. First, oh, he was the first ever murderer to be convicted using DNA evidence. That's cool. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe he is a cool dude. <laughs> what? So, what? Colin Pitchfork, 61, was jailed for life for raping and murdering oh, two 15-year-olds. Uh, well, so has he just reached his parole In Leicestershire then? in 1980s. He spent 33 years in prison. He was last denied parole in 2018. And now he's sorry, and now he's too old to... To murder girls, so he's like, Yeah, come on, I'm too old now. He's been in an open prison. I, I haven't got it in me. Let he has me been in an open prison. Has he been prison. in an open prison? Yeah. And he, like, so he has been in that, and he's had two paroles turned down, and this was his third parole. They're just people. If you're related to the, one of those girls, then you're like, Fuck that. Yes. Yeah, you're staying you rot. I don't care how, how old you are. I watched, yes, yeah, because it's like that documentary I watched recently. Um, I've forgotten his fucking name. Little. His surname's Little. Sam Little. Ralph Little. No, Sam Little. He's the most prolific serial killer. So he's killed about 100 women. In, like, he pisses on Ted, Bun- Ted Bundy, all the others like added together. Does Large know about this? Um, yeah. <laughs> he stole his thunder. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's, he's, he's basically, all his murders add up to yeah, all the other ones put together. So Ted Bundy, who are the other big ones? Uh, uh, so Ted, Ted Bundy. Howard Chipman. The BTK... Not how chip no not not like how chip son, like son of yeah, son of Sam that was like that was that was euthanasia and just injecting yeah, old ladies not, he was he was kind this is rapes these these are rapes and strangling like like I mean proper serial killer shit I don't know, if that um, was happening now I imagine the Sun headline would be little at large but when well, they were looking for him but he also he went by another <laughs> name as well but basically all his these murders went unchecked but this woman who now she's ba- she's married to the guy from we the bassist from Weezer. Um, <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I've forgotten what her name is. Anyway, it's similar to that one we watched, I think, with uh, Patton Oswald. About the Golden State Killer. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's similar, to that, it's similar to that one, basically. And she's... Uh, so he, he got arrested. He got DNA, like, uh, linked by DNA to three of the murders in LA. 
Um, but then after that, he admitted to loads more. But then he's, she's gone and interviewed him in prison and then through all these paintings and all this other stuff, she's got him to admit to fucking loads of them. And then, like, yeah, it's, it's good because she's got closure for all these people who didn't get closure before through the police because the police fucked up the investigation and uh, she's just done everything that the but police what, didn't. Wasn't the, I, I heard that the whole theory about that the, the son of Sam was lots of people was they said to him, did you kill this one? He went, yeah. They went, did you kill that one? He went, yeah. They went, did you kill that one? Yeah, he no. went, nope. What, so, so, I'm sure yeah, it's better yeah. than that. Well, <laughs> that, that. Yeah, is that the conspiracy about the... the I didn't do one. that one. Uh, he, did, he did say, a, yeah, didn't he say a passing dog told him to kill everyone? So he's it, probably not the best yeah. person to ask why he did it. Well, that, yeah, but then was, there, was, there was his neighbours, the cars or whatever, who were definitely involved as well. It's a bit like that book I'm reading at the moment, Chaos, which yeah, is really interesting. So about all the Sharon Tate, the Manson murders, yeah. which where it's all just linked to the CIA and FBI and there's loads of fucking shenanigans going on there. He was wrong, wasn't he, that Manson? Uh, well, yeah, he, yeah, he was, <laughs> but not as wrong, not as wrong as you'd think. And it's there's some weird fucking shady shit there I can't be, there's no way of me explaining all the 300 pages I've read so far in the book well, but it's really fucking I'll interesting I think we could do get the book and start reading it like an audio yeah, just read it out audio book podcast we'll <laughs> yeah. just sit back and chill Yeah. but I was hoping to have some funnies tonight but I was just going to say talking killers, killers, just talking then. about Colin Pitchfork here I just said but in prison the, the parole board have said he has taken part in several courses to address his behaviour and has uh, for the last six months been out on day release as a substitute teacher so it's probably time to release him isn't it fucking hell <laughs> no <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. Uh, <laughs> he's not a substitute teacher. Oh. I, I mean, like, I really like the idea of Pitchfork. This calls for an improv. <laughs> oh, look at these. Mind the pitchfork. Sir. <laughs> Stop bleeding at the back. Sir, why do I keep having to have detention? <laughs> oh, wow. Settle down, class. So why that. have you got a pitchfork? So you remember my name. Can we move it's on easier from to carry serial killers because serial killers are not my cup of tea, guys. I know you guys are into them, but I'm not a big fan of the old serial yeah. killers. I don't like talking about them. Uh, don't I, you like serial killers? What are you trying to hide? Are you a serial killer? I don't think they need the rec. The R20 listeners will appreciate the what do, they, what do you call it? Reconcili not rec uh, recognition. Recognition. Thank you, I Greg. Think, I think Barry. I think Barry, <laughs> as you did last week to me, I think Barry's a serial killerophobe. He doesn't like serial killers. No, I do like him. Oh, yeah. I okay. love him. Some of my favourite people, but on, I want the funniest. <laughs> so Who's your favourite? Who's week? your favourite serial killer? I mean, my, mine now is Sam Little, I'd have to say, because just for sheer... Um, numbers. <laughs> yeah. Just for sheer numbers, yeah. For, 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 just, just for his work ethic. Yeah, yeah. Um, Some days he killed people and he didn't even feel like it. What's the... Um, Cripping? I don't know I haven't really got a favourite because they all do the same sort of thing Dennis Nilsson's a classic but they I mean, all do the same bad. kind he's of thing he's quite good for a British one isn't he to be fair uh, him and him and the Wests are quite keeping up our in, our side because hitting the similar sort of numbers were the BTK the Wests are like the sun of serial killers like the sun newspaper version of serial killers <laughs> yeah. I prefer yeah. more of a daily telegraph like a shipment of serial killers <laughs> yeah I mean a higher tier I don't know what like, again. We're just going by Allen. numbers. I wouldn't say he's any. Well, yeah, I'd say he's, he's definitely. Cl he's more sophisticated, isn't he? Yeah. Than a grubby like couple of West Country. Like, oh, yeah, what Rose getting here? Let's finger her and then like, kill her. How it, dare yeah. you arrest me? How yeah. dare you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I just give old ladies injections. They want to die. They're old anyway. It's sort of quite. Yeah. It's, again, it's not the same as killing like young girls in their prime. Killing right? for company, Dennis Nilsson. Yeah. I'd say um, Matt Hancock. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the oh, Britain's finest. It's quite serial 
They reckon he's like, nice. I'd have to say Matt Hancock. Well, they said his actions killed all the all the old people in the um, in the uh, old people's homes because he didn't test them for COVID. Um, but they came back saying, "Well, we've done a review, and it's probably only one percent of the people that died in old people's homes. So he's killed about two hundred and eighty-four. So that beats your one, didn't it?" It doesn't um, mean Shipman. Shipman's over 300. Yeah. Oh. Uh, always, Savile's also very prolific, but he's not a serial killer. But no, no, he doesn't kill him. He's a serial finger roll. He kills with kindness. Serial. He kills with fix-its. <laughs> yeah, he kills with fingery fix-its. fix-its. Kills him by feeding him and uh, roller coasters. So uh, I haven't been out for over a year and I thought I'd go to a restaurant. Why not? Because of, I don't know, I just couldn't be bothered. So I went to a restaurant uh, for the first, I went to Zizzi's, I don't know if you've heard of that, it's a lovely little Italian restaurant. And they it's do, like the Italian version of McDonald's, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course, yeah. they do calzoni and all that. So uh, I was sat outside and the, the waitress, uh, she brought the food out and she came and she goes, everything okay? I went, oh, the food's uh, slightly lukewarm. Um, she goes, oh, would you like that warm? Uh, would you like that warmed up? I went, oh, yes, please. And um, she picked the, I held the plate up for her to take it. She turned around, lifted her skirt and went... And did the biggest fart over it you've ever seen and then turned around and said, is that hot enough for you? You should have, you should have pulled down her knickers. I can believe it. Well, as she did that, you should have gone, well, if that's well, okay, you should have gone, whoop. And then she pulled her little knickers down and gone... <laughs> they, they do do they do do that if you wear your mask at the table had you taken your mask yeah, off yeah I didn't have my mask on that's just like a mum I used to do I would have pulled her knickers off and gone right do it again I want it directly I want direct bum gas on my, my food face. I want clam I want, I want clam chowder now into a cup just do it in a cup and put your hand over the top how old was the waitress mid 20s nice <laughs> She was only mid twenties. She was probably born just before the pandemic. Mm. It was warm. It did warm it up though. It's like mid twenties. It did warm it up. It does it's work. Skimmed, I thought you were going to say it skimmed off the top and hit a man in the corner of the room. Now that's what I call an amuse bouche. <laughs> did that? Re- did that really happen? Yeah, that's what happens now. Okay. I don't know. I'm in mid twenties. Okay, so uh. the next <laughs> subject I want to talk about is. Uh, should you flush this is a big er, this is a big uh, debate now uh, should you flush kitchen towel down the toilet I think it's a big no but somebody in here thinks it's a yes if you run out of toilet paper uh, I, I think I it, think it's a little no it's, it's a little no it depends on what fucking kitchen roll you're using right if you're using as I said to Barry if you're using the cheap shitty budget stuff right which is like wafer wafer thin then well it's not wafer if it's wafer thin that'd be really thick your finger would go through and you'd give yourself a little uh, surprise wouldn't you if um unless it was an ASCII's wafer if if yeah if, if kitchen roll was actually wafer thin that'd be really thick for kitchen roll okay so you know what I mean really thin shitty fucking uh, kitchen roll that is the same as toilet paper if you're using that really thick bounty not bounty all that other stuff what's the stuff where you can use it to it's like a fucking J cloth basically like each strip is like a J cloth big blue and, and yeah and it feels yeah um, yeah that shit <laughs> big blue <laughs> big blue why not uh, yeah that stuff yeah you shouldn't put down the toilet you're right I'll tell, you, like tell you there's only one way we can solve this oh, apart from a duel is you get two pint glasses, fill them with water, then put a toilet tissue in one and a bit of uh, what do you call it? The other wipe in the other one, and see if they break down at the same time. You should know, Juan Sheet. I think my <laughs> biggest That's racist. My biggest problem with it is, is when you have a shit and you're shuffling out the toilet in your trousers and pants to the kitchen to get the 
kitchen towel, mm-hmm. then wiping your ass in the kitchen with it, <laughs> then taking the towelette back to the toilet and then flushing it and then thinking, oh, that's Does not it, enough. Yeah. Then you go back into the kitchen, crack it off, and then just keep wiping your I ass mean, in that the is kitchen. an issue, yeah. Having that's to go the to, issue. Yeah, going to the kitchen each time to wipe your ass. Do is, you drag your smelly foxtail behind you? It's quite unhygienic, trailing a load of shit, your shitty exactly. ass and hands and Why everything. don't you just shower? Uh, well, that's what the Vietnamese do. Vietnamese don't even fucking bother. They don't bother with uh, tissue. They just have a, a bum gun, as they call it, like a shower, mm. like next to the toilet, which makes sense because why, why like clog up the toilet? Why clog up the toilet with all this? That's why we get all these fatbergs and everything because we've got like loads of cummy, shitty tissues down the toilet that need to be there. Do you know, don't think it's fat? Hey, and well, and the fat <laughs> as well. But yeah, but mixed with the tissue, <laughs> but mixed with tissue, um, yeah. Something I did once, which was similar to do with swelling and toilet products, was um, uh, it was like this pub game, and you had to down a pint, but with a tampon in your mouth. <laughs> and to, like, so you had to go really quick because the tampon yeah. would just inflate and block your mouth up. Was it a used um, one? It sounds a bit rugby. The thing is that that's an advantage if it is a used one. Did you? But no, I never used a used one. I always went for the. Uh... Boring. If if you did, I was just going to say, if you did use a used one, would that be called? Would that be called snatch fixing? No. Oh, well, I tried. It'd be disgusting. That's what I, I tried. It'd be disgusting. <laughs> okay, moving on from toilet paper down the thing. So we've all agreed that you shouldn't flush. The mass murderers, toilet down no. the thing. No, because okay. some kitchen roll is less thick than toilet. Some toilet. Just, just buy some, you, some fucking toilet you paper. You know your, your, your five quilted toilet tissues you get. They're pro- they're probably thing. thicker than the toilet. Some yeah, kitchen but they're, rolls. they're designed to break down very much like yourself. <laughs> Something you can do, Greg, though, that I found was if you use a hand dryer and you can just peel it off. <laughs> what? <laughs> or a hair dryer if you're at home. Just dry, yeah, hair dryer. That's what I mean. What and then just the, the, the shit. shit. Dry the shit like they dry just dry it, it like a dag. and then just right. peel it off. Peel it off what? Your asshole. Okay. Peel it off your asshole, mate. <laughs> Why isn't it falling out? I'm talking about after you've had a shit. We're talking about after you've had yeah, a shit. Yeah, it's after you've had it. The crustacean, the, the, the smear oh, right, of shit. Sorry, sorry, dry yeah, that sorry, the until it's shit. solid sorry. like a dag. Like the Australians yeah, yeah, so, call so a dag. Gotcha, and then just peel it off. Yes, yeah, sorry. And then yeah. peel it off like an old plaster. That's what Jesse Nelson got, yeah. from Little Mix does. I've got, I thought you meant the whole shit. Like I thought a like. Scab. Yeah, I, I don't know why I meant that. No, just like a scab. Yeah, got you. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Next subject. How. Uh, so you've heard of the base system, which is first base. What would first base be? Kissing is it? We were talking about with a girl, holding hands. Yeah, with a girl or a boy doesn't really matter in this day and age. I think hand, holding it's hands. Kissing. And then second base. base is sitting up. No, third base is fingering, and then all the way. Obviously, right. Well, let's see what everyone thinks it is. You explain what you think it I is. I just said kissing, titting up, fingering. And then all the way. Okay. Home run. Four Boom. base four bases, yeah? Yeah. Right. Then anal. Chris, what do you <laughs> yeah. think it is? <laughs> oh, well. So if there's three bases, I think the first one's holding hands, second one is kissing, and third one's full sex. <laughs> now I'm not saying you can't do kissing and titting up, but you know, I think it it's like that. Well, that gives you more room for, for anal and stuff like that, I suppose, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, we yeah. go. This is, this is the advice you're going to give to your children. <laughs> At what age would you start telling them about bases? Um, I told my son the other day that he was, I was like, just remember, you're the best sperm I ever had. You were my first one and the fastest because he's just doing sex education at the moment as well. So he knows all the terms and he says it to try and embarrass me. So I'm like, right, I've got to bash you more. Yeah. I was like, you were my fastest sperm. And look at your little brother. He was fast as well. You can't embarrass yeah. me, mate. I fucked your mum. 
<laughs> What's your definition of the base system? Was that part of this? Yeah, D base. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I thought uh, I thought first base was kissing, then um, titting up, then fingering, then fucking. Yes, same, as, same as me. What's yeah, fifth base? Obvious. Fourth anal. Well, they're yeah. four bases. Because no, yeah, you can. You can it's like baseball. It's four yeah, bases. Yeah, you can isn't hit it? one into the car park, like right, because there's a home run, and then you can hit one into the, like the bleachers or whatever. And then uh, that's different, like the, the, the Red Wings, the bleached yeah. arsehole. Yeah. So and what? Then, yeah. So what would the fifth base be? Anal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I that's suppose, what it is. Yeah. Well, it depends if you like anal or not. Or ne- well, unless it's a, you're with a bloke, then I suppose fourth base would be anal. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. You might do that. Say you're a religious couple and they don't want to have sex Full before marriage. Catholics. But anal's okay. Yeah, anal be fourth base then. Yeah. Christmas Christians. It's a movable feast. On the wedding day, the Christian fat couple we talked about before, didn't we? In their first dance, they're having anal as their first dance. She's <laughs> the bride is pegging the, the Catholic, groom. That's the Catholic one because they, oh, they, they, Catholics like that's their loophole, isn't it? Catholic girls do anal and everything. Yeah, up until, they want to save their hymen. Until they get, yeah, up until yeah. they get married, it's like yeah, anal's fine. They give blowjobs, do anal and everything. It's like no, not near the pussy. So it's <laughs> an, an, only anal before marriage and no horse riding. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of men are obsessed with talking about anal sex with each other and having what? anal sex. Really, <laughs> 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 you, buddy. But, uh, I, t- I'm going to put my hands up here. I've, you put your hands up I've as well. I've never had anal sex with a woman, and I don't oh, right, with my okay. girlfriend, of course, and I don't think I ever would. It doesn't appeal to me at all. Uh, so smells. I'm sorry, guys, but no, it just doesn't appeal to me. Like, I don't think oh, that do whole... But guys, please explain. What am I missing? You're missing the arsehole. <laughs> That's what you're missing. Um, Unless you, you miss the fanny. I think it's a porn thing. I think in pornography, watching porn, it's great. Like, I'm all over it in pornography. Amazing. But in the real world, when it's reality I don't think it's as good so I don't know why you would do it some girls so you've tried it then you've tried it no no I haven't tried it some girls like it well why do you know it's not as good because I just think like I'd rather the smooth hole that's all juicy your business isn't up for it the loo, you know, having an anal hole, a, a lady's or a man, if, if it's a woman or a man's asshole, you have to lubricate that up. You have to, to you get have it. To, you have to do you should do your stuff. If you don't do shit, if you don't do shit, wear a condom. Just say your missus. Yeah. Just say your missus isn't up for it. That's, that's what you mean. No, I've never. I've that's just never into it. I, I can understand. See, that's the problem. I think with men, they have this thing where like it's all like yeah, yeah, you've got yeah, to do yeah, you got to do it. No, 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 no. None of us have ever said that. I've got incredibly thin penis. And it's actually, it's, the, it's a bit like a skeleton key to the back door, if you know what I mean. So it's good for that. Like a breadstick. But it's useless. And girls don't want it up the front. So you, um, could, you could perform heart surgery on your missus from behind? What? I could, Mine's... yeah. And I have. Oh. I can clean her ears as well. <laughs> okay, that's don't enough Don't grow it or show it. So any more last thoughts on anal sex? I think people get desensitised to things they watch, so they watch it increasingly. And But they're also, because they're desensitised to the image by the time you bring that into the real world is the disconnect between what the t- what the fantasy is and the actual behavior yeah, is i didn't do it until um, i was about 30 until dirty 30s and then because i've been with the same girl um from the age of 23 or 24 whatever till i was about 30 and then after that all the, yeah then that's when i sort of started sleeping around and what have you because i'd only been with about five or six girls probably before then <clears throat> Anyway. Oh, you mean giving it? You mean giving it? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. It. Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's uh, where poo comes out. But yeah, so I, I, did, I did it for the first time then. And I was like, oh, right, okay. I was like, yeah, it's it all right, but 
I was like, well, that, but it's, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go like, oh, yeah, I want to do that all the time. It's my first port of call. It's like, well, no, because, yeah. So you, I, you I, sort I'm, I'm kind of old-fashioned. I like the vagina. You it's, sort of thought, hey, now, hey, now, don't think it's over. It's like, you remember that anal. time, Jay, uh, one of our friends brought a lady home and he had anal sex with her and she shit all over him and he had to wash her in the shower. I was, uh, that, say that names. Was the same girl. It's, it's the same, oh, same right. girl I'm talking about. Okay. Well, unless you want to use, unless you want to use, unless you want to use <laughs> shit as a lubricant, you should really really um, douche the, the area. Smell. No, no, and it the takes smell. Some pre- it takes some prep. That never happened with me. So I had a, I had a completely clean, uh, like when I did clean run. It was a total clean run. It was the first first time I'd ever done it, and it was totally clean. I was like, oh, that's good, very clean. But then it was funny because you, you're the one who told me that story. So that's that time that you told me about. That was when because uh, I was round here that no night. No names. But then I went. Yeah, well, yeah, that's okay. We can we can name him. But there was another girl that was with this other girl, and I went back to my house with her, and then stayed here with the other girl. And then the next week, you phoned me up, going, "Guess what happened?" And you told me the story about her shitting all over and then we called him Alfred Shitcock and, <laughs> and said, let's do an improv did he, ha- uh, did he have yeah. a little brown cork in his was, flesh bottle but I remember I remember meeting him at the pub this is when we could meet up the pub in the bell and he was so excited to tell me the story Barry was he's like yeah, this, this is when we didn't live this is when I didn't live next door yeah, so this yeah. is back in it's like 12 years ago proper little like barathy cotton yeah 11, 12 years ago and yeah, we got there and he's like yeah and we told yeah and it's funny then we met up with Jason later and all laughed good times uh, is that uh, that's enough of that innit or oh, should we do an improv of anal sex <laughs> ow you can uh, be the taker ow uh. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, oh. oh no oh it stinks oh. Just Here, the right for me. have you had a curry Someone's just asked me to name a film and I can't name it, so I'll read out to you and see if you can remember what this film's called. Okay. I must have seen it. Uh, can you remember the name of a film where the guy made it over years and it got better at the animation and software as it goes on? As the film went on, the animation software gets better and it goes on. I think it's... Maybe it's on Amazon. It's that one with the... Rings a bell. Uh, I think I know what it is, but I can't remember what it's called. Rings a bell, but I... Yeah. Rings no a bell. Is that one with Screech in it? Yeah. He, he, de- he dead now, isn't he? Screech dead. He dead now. As he I made, a, he made a porno. And I give myself a look. I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus driver. It's all right because I've saved by the bill. Screech did uh, celebrity boxing and talking of celebrity oh, boxing. Oh, there was someone this week, weren't there? Oh, look, well, Logan, so I haven't actually watched the Logan Paul Mayweather thing yet because I was going to watch it with uh, Barry and he goes, there's no point. I'm never going to watch no it. There's no point. I've heard all about it. So I haven't actually watched it. I'm not it. even it's interested actually... in it. I don't care. I don't even want to talk what, about what it. What actually happened? Did, he, did Logan Paul get beaten up or what? No, not really. Uh, apparently, it looked like he got knocked out in the th- end of the third and Mayweather holds him up. And yeah. then he sort of toys with him a bit after that. But I think it was in when one of the rounds, the referee said to Paul, uh, to Jake, because Jake Paul just kept grabbing him and leaning on him is like apparently hugged him so much he actually solved racism but um yeah but he said to him if you if this was a real if there were judges in this fight you would have lost by now stop holding yeah so and they're saying it's a, yeah. it's a, a victory for me because i got to the end but it wasn't really it was a bit of a bit of an embarrassment bearing in mind he probably got about 20 million quid for it yeah the con is on all the people watching it because yeah. they're just laughing at everyone because they get loads of money from it I didn't watch and, it and that's why there are also people talking about it so let's stop talking about it but let's Mayweather be, oh. actually calls it legalised robbery and that's what it is yeah so let's stop so talking about it let's not give him any more fucking attention. attention what have you got to talk about Barry I've got, got a great subject but you can, you can watch it what's the best video game you you've ever played you can watch it free on YouTube <laughs> say that again Barry what's the best video game you've ever played one that sticks in your head 
that you could go back to. It could be one as a kid. I don't want to talk about Logan Paul and jo- like, okay, right. I'm not going to. Aff- I don't want to mean to offend you, right? But I think about that. I knew you were going to bring it up, and I don't want to talk about Why it. Why going back to that again? I know exactly because I don't want to offend Johnny by just not talking about it. Well, we, well, yeah. There's nothing to talk about, is there? No, it's not, they're cunts. About they're it. both cunts. What did you? What did you? Did, like, did you have something more to say about that, Johnny? Oh, I thought it was something to talk about. No, it's not. Talking about. No, I never want to mention like, it. Floyd, like, well, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather it, looks probably. like the type of guy that would buy a Rolex and then ruin the value of it by putting diamonds on it after factory. But yeah, crack on. Yeah, I will because I don't want to talk about. Johnny wanted to do some right. jokes. By the sounds of it, do so that's thing, you don't. That's, that's the problem is Barry. You don't like. We don't give each other enough room to breathe. So like, you should sense if someone's got something more to say. Let them say it. Okay, go. No, I don't want to know. But it's it matter, Yeah, it's pissed me off because I don't want to talk about. No, Logan Paul. I know, we, 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 a lot of people don't want to talk about what you're talking about. But you give him room to breathe because we know you're doing a bit. So we let you fucking breathe, and you got to let him. I've if let he's got him some breathe. Jokes, let you him actually put it in the podcast prep as well. Did I? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but don't worry about it crack on with whatever you yeah, the fuck you want to talk about it's got to be good though Barry because otherwise we're going to be going back to Logan Paul I yeah. just don't want to talk about right what's what is there to really say about it apart no, from right. I'm with they you. made loads of money off it they ripped loads of people off it was all fake well, it's a load of shit the fact I, that they're going to carry on doing yeah, it yeah of course they are I think he wanted to do the Mayweather the Rolex joke no, oh. yeah, no, there's more to that, but yeah. There's more to that was joke. Just, was it just the Rolex? No, 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 I thought you'd seen it. I sent the thing to watch, and then you put straight away in the podcast chat, talk about that. So I thought you were going to watch it, and there were other things to talk oh. about in it, but I can't be bothered now. Oh, good. Don't bother then. Right, so let's talk about something else. <laughs> Yeah, you wanted to talk about your favourite computer really game. Upset. Where, where Johnny hasn't doesn't play computer games. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about a subject Johnny can't talk about. <laughs> Double Dragon Two. I, I would have to say. Please, please, I'd have to say up. Grand Theft Auto Three, possibly. When um, yeah, when, oh no, that's that's crap. That's not that's not true. It's, it's that's the thing it's, with games. It's a bit like movies, isn't it? You, you can name a certain favourite of each car, like type, each genre and stuff. You can't. It's hard to nail down one game. Depends what mood I'm in. Gra- I mean, you could say Grand Theft Auto because it encompasses a lot everything. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, um, that's a good one. Like, so th- when the third one came out, that was massive for me because I got I got a PlayStation Two just for that, and I I got it on finance. I quit my job. <laughs> and, yeah, I, didn't even, I couldn't even afford to pay for the PlayStation I got my job at BT and I remember when I got it I got went out and got it at lunchtime the PlayStation 2 just to play Grand Theft Auto 3 put it up on the um, you worked at BT as well didn't yeah, you yeah. put it up because I was in video, I was in teleconferencing um, and yeah we put it up on this fucking they had a big projector screen in our area where all the fucking phones and computers were and we just, yeah, I remember setting it up and playing it on that back in 2001 or whatever when it first came out and that was massive it looks so shit now doesn't it looking back but then it, obviously each iteration of that though with Grand Theft Auto 4 again the same, I had the same buzz because it was on the next gen um, with 360 and everything and then again with 5 sorry yep go on Chris well, I was just going to say I've just got an image of you coming out of the shop and then holding the box turning like sideways and going ah, running down the street with cars <laughs> like trying to what are you doing beep, beep, beep. Like, all the way to get into the building that's exactly what it was like and you're just like oh, waiting, sitting at BT, put your headset on, just sit waiting. <laughs> Couldn't even wait. Yeah. Cops, cops all die down, and you get your <laughs> box and run back out again. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's exactly like that. One of my great memories of video games was my neighbour had a Commodore 64, and we used to play in it all the time, like. Um, school days and all that kind of stuff I know it was a Spectrum game but it was also on Commodore loads of crazy games but then his mum got a new boyfriend and he brought his Amiga 500 round Ooh. and we couldn't believe it he had Defender of the Crown on it that Cinemaware game and it was like whoa this is like looking like a movie it was well good and all, remember yeah. all that it came from the desert and all the Rocketeer and all the Cinemaware ones yeah, they looked yeah, really yeah. good and then obviously they don't look good now but at the time it's weird how they looked amazing you know so, it's like cool. Atari and Amiga back in the day yeah. like the, the, cause I remember my mate Richard Corder down the road he had an Atari and then my mate Stephen Griffin at, at school had an 
an Amiga and it was like so I'd, I'd play on both of them around each other's houses but we never had we never had either we got a PC later on when PCs came out but but it wasn't Amiga was Amiga meant to be better was it meant to be a slightly mi- better graphically yeah, or something music, yeah apparently. that was it yeah, yeah. I, I used to like Spectrum as well I started with a, a, a 48 and 80 which I bought later on because I saw it at a car boot sale for well, what does that do literally you can make a clock face on a on a TV screen, um, and then got the what is it, the one two eight or one four eight? I can't remember. Um, but it was just like a Commodore sixty. Remember RK Karate Plus? Yeah, that was yeah. good. RK Plus. Yeah. yeah. And you did the thing in this uh, RK Plus two, and there was a bonus level where the balls could be goes dong 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 on the shield. Money. Do you remember I that? I remember that. Shooter, that was really good. That was on the Atari. I don't remember that. School Blood days was good. Money. And Whizball and the Commodore sixty four was good. Where you had to make it all the world colour. I used to love that game. Um, when you said school days, all those games, like, I can't remember if it was Codemasters who did school days, but all those sort of games I used to really like where you'd play, it wouldn't be like a platform, but it'd be a bit exploratory, bit platform that you could go around a bit and do. Yeah, school days was good. Quite, you have to write on the blackboard and um, the teachers yeah. and stuff like that. Thing, uh, Sega Rally was massive for me as a racing game, which got me totally back into gaming after years of not playing. And uh, what the early, oh, Goldeneye as well. Goldeneye was huge on sixty. What when's the, that, that came on sixty four? That was massive for me at the time, and I played it so much. What was that about Goldeneye? What did you have to do in that? <laughs> you had an eye. I think you, it's, you had a special golden, golden eye, eye didn't yeah. you? And you could um, yeah. like oh, find Ethereum with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we should bring Johnny back in the conversation. Johnny, yeah. start a subject. I'm sorry. Go. That's all right. This leads quite nicely onto a TV program idea I had. It's called. Peter K presents Do You Remember where Peter K presents a memory based Saturday night laugh a minute celebrity programme from 9 o'clock to 1 minute past episode 1 features Ollie Murs replacing the plastic in a giant bicycle wheel to briefly recreate the sound of a micro, uh, motorbike with his head this week on Saturday, BBC One, he's back on our screens. At last, it's Peter Kay with his quiz show. What's it called again? Do you remember? Do you remember? BBC One, Shh. seven o'clock, and then it starts music. The script, it's all like really jazzy, like blankety blank and all that. And then Peter Kay comes out and he's like, Hi, everyone. I'm back on the screens. It's, it's me, Peter Kay. I've been off for a while. Isn't he thin? <laughs> Look, look how, how thin he is. How thin so thin. Oh, yeah. I've been off the screens for a while, but I'm getting better now and I'm Man's feeling good. dead. Uh, and hope everybody's well. Look after yourselves, everyone. Garlic bread. So, so here's uh, Ollie Mares. Hello, Ollie. Come round, round here. Come round. How do they, they, they've got a really weird accent, haven't they? Fucking, uh, where's he from? Ollie Mares. Jews. No, Bolton, isn't it Bolton? No, Ollie Mares is... Yeah. Um, no, no, Peter Kay and Vernon Kay and all the other Ks. Uh, They're all from fucking Bolton. The KKK and, K- and K- it's fan. a really shitty it's accent. Not Paul Kay. And it's a, not Paul Kay though. Uh, yeah, luckily. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a shitty accent, isn't it? They go round, round. K. K- Weller. They, they say their O sounds in a really weird... Yeah. Fuck, it's annoying. I hate the, I hate it. That'd probably be, probably be a ratings winner though. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind Jenny from The Chase she's only she's from Bolton isn't she but mm. hers isn't <laughs> not like that but I mean, Trotters anal she, hers, mm. hers, her accent isn't as uh. annoying as this okay let's it's, uh, it's a bit more permanent than a strap on I suppose tipping point it's been a big tipping point year for all of us and behind the scenes we've had a lot of tipping point action going on we've applied for tipping point some of us have been applying for it 
but there's been some sad tipping point news. So we've applied for it, and then some of us have been applying for well, it. Well, who's applied for <laughs> tipping point? Who here has applied to be applied on tipping for point? It. Someone's applied for it. I have. You sound miserable about that. I'm I'm miserable that I haven't. Why haven't I? Because uh, you haven't, have you? Cause no. you and, and Chris thought you had, so no, I, I, I said need I was good, but I didn't. Well, I'm going to apply now. It's Not been now, cancelled but soon. What? So was it because of a misdemeanour by Mr. Shepherd? Yes. Did you hear what happened? Did he hug someone too what much? What did he do? He lost all his sheep. Did he hug? Did he hug too long? Because he, he's very touchy feely, isn't he? When someone wins and he, and he goes, yeah, and sometimes he hugs. He, he does a first hug and a second hug. Takes a wallet. <laughs> Takes a wallet. He tweeted that he didn't like black people on Tipping Point. <laughs> That's what happened. Well, that'll, that'll do it. So he I, deleted the tweet, but it was too late because everyone had read it. Because I, I heard he's now had to go and live like a hermit out in the desert in a cave, old old Ben Shepherd. It's because he's shagging. Do, it. do you reckon he's uh, who's the woman that he really gets on with? Who's his brackets best friend? Oh, K- Garraway. Kate, do, you Kate Garraway? Sh- do you reckon he shagged Kate Garraway yeah. over Derek's bed yet? Yeah, absolutely. With Derek in it, guys. He's got a much better look <laughs> than you what, Chris? His wife is much better looking than Kate Garraway. That doesn't mean anything, does I it? I reckon he bends her over that desktop and bashes her. Do you reckon Kate Garraway does anal? Yeah. yeah. I reckon he bashes her till her neck flaps look like a horse eating out of a nose bag. My mate Bill Stein's got a thing about Kate Garraway. I th- you know, you catch her the right angle. Yeah, if you like. if you've got a hangover and like one one of those lot on there are on the telly, you could still you can bash one out. She's no, she's she's, she's if you catch her on the right drink, she's <laughs> no, she's quite handsome for a, a you know, what you a snowball for an elderly elderly uh, older lady. How old is she? She's about ten years older than me, isn't she? Going in her house and do a bit of work for her. Like, oh, we've got to need some sparks work. We're making, we're doing the back room for Derek. <laughs> we're all, we're uh, making some ramps and getting it all done for him. I could run this cable up, up the back here oh. if you want. Let's have a nose around in your consumer unit. <laughs> so, uh, when was the last time you had a good service in Kate? <laughs> do a little bit of fault finding. When was the last time, was the last time someone, last time someone had a look at this? Then, Let eh? me get my testers out. Mm. You seem to have lost your spark. <laughs> Uh, let's have a look at these, Kate. Get them out. Get, check your double socket. <laughs> oh, look at this. AC, DC. Ben, I've got something to tell you. I slept with the sparks. Sparky wants to fuck. See the tipping point machine just blow up. <laughs> so is that why the tipping point machine's not working anymore? Is that why they've done it? I wonder if he gets to keep it. Take it home. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you, can keep, uh-huh. you can keep your little bits in it. When the drawers go backwards and forwards, open them up. You just can't. You can't switch it off. If someone answers a question right in that house, a little slot drops. But out. you get the couple of blokes that stood around the back pushing it in and out as well. What, what Kate Garraway? Yeah, boy. Uh, is this could be a quick one? This could just be a yes or no subject. It's talk sport for cunts. Is someone in the toilet? Yeah. Can you hear that? He's talking about sound, Clary. Piss boy. <laughs> Sounds like he's got an enraged prostate. He's having a shit. He's going to run past to get some... <laughs> well, he doesn't run, paper in he doesn't run, he doesn't he run past. He sits on his bum and he drags himself forward oh, like an Alsatian with worms. He crawls past to get it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That means he won't Just fall over. Just to get over. the worms off. Yeah, like a little brown snail trail. But Talking about you with your worms. Greg, your bum looks like it's had anal done to that, though. That's all raw and <laughs> open and sore. If you do it, if that? You, if you do a if you do a moonie at Whipsnade Zoo, you're going to get pregnant by a bloody baboon or something. I suggest you've seen like my 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 bum hole. Like, it's all clean now, yeah. What? <laughs> you wiped it up. Okay, let's do uh, next subject. Uh, this could be a quick one. Uh, is talk sport for cunts? 100 percent yes. 
Yeah. Can I just say, going back to the bumhole thing, my mate saw my bumhole by mistake, and he complimented me, saying it was the pinkest thing he'd ever seen. <laughs> what? Oh, compliment to compliment. <laughs> compliment is it, to compliment. Was it bleached? Did it, was there no? Is there no like ginger butt hair in the way? <laughs> I'm very fair, aren't I? Fair, aren't you? you? Oh, well, so you can see straight through the fair hair and can see your pink knot. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I'll give you fair warning now. If you ever get invited on that secret crush program, don't be surprised when he walks out. Do you remember that time I saw you? <laughs> That's the most beautiful asshole, pink, most beautiful pink asshole. I didn't even I've know I was that way until I saw that. Naked attraction. It was yeah. like the halo around the Madonna. And then I enveloped his nose. <laughs> Smells good too. Well, okay, if he's, if he's going uh, to get that close. you got a subject you want to talk about? Because I have, I've got another one. Is Indiana Jones a paedophile? Uh, why is that? Because the woman in the film was young when he was with her or something. What's that um, all about? Or, was, or, in the week. or was that because of his relationship with Short Round in Temple of Doom? That's the follow-on. <laughs> Some men are just nice. It's because when he was in the first one, she says she when she meets him, she says, "I was a child, I was in love," and then he says to her, yeah. "You knew what you were doing," and and then exactly. um, she punches him. That it was the student teacher thing. That's what the oh, thing yeah, is. Well, isn't well, it? Well, the whole student, student, well, student like blinks and goes, I, "I love you," like on her eyelids. No, no, the girlfriend when he goes to Tibet when he goes when he burns the hand. Oh yeah, yeah. When he goes to Tibet, she says to him, I was a child. Marion? Yeah. I was yeah. a child. You knew what you were doing. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, no, but that, and then that, she that, punches him. Figure of speech, isn't it? I was a child. She means she was in her 20s. She yeah. was a child. Like no, a... she was 16 and he was 26. Oh, right. Okay. It's the oldest you could make her. And apparently she was a space. Well, my first girlfriend, she was 16, I was 24. It's only two years off, so no. Oh, you filthy. You're like Indiana Jones. Fucking hell. <laughs> 23, 24. <laughs> you're like Indiana Jones. <laughs> 23. You're exactly the same as Indiana Except Jones. Except he likes finding young artifacts. <laughs> if you had a whip and wore a hat and then went around and were an archaeologist and did adventures and punched Nazis, you would be him. <laughs> Look, he's okay. Uh, I thought you meant about this, the short round thing, and I never really thought about it until now. But yeah, no, that, then that leads on to that as well. Yeah. And then he goes back, doesn't he? He risks everything to go back and let all the kids free from the Temple of Doom. I'm going to say no because he's like, one of my movie heroes. Even like, yeah, he, but Jimmy Savile was one of your TV heroes. You said no about him and look what happened there. <laughs> That's true. Rolf Harris. No, that, that is not true. Jimmy Savile, I always knew from the off. We've talked about this before. Oh, look, you couldn't believe it. I'd, look, I watched the programme. You, you shaved that haircut. <laughs> you were heartbroken. Look, I used to like seeing the kids get their stuff. Like, you used to clean his flat. <laughs> okay, it's true. used to clean his flat. It's true. I, you I love him. I miss him and I love him. He used to wear those strippers tracksuits with the poppers down the legs, didn't he? <laughs> 12 years. <laughs> 12 years. <laughs> I'm, I'm a stripping actor. Just I'll, fix it, I'll fix it for I'll you. I'll fix it for you. Whoa. If he spoke like that, it wasn't actually Jimmy Savile. It was just a bloke. So, talking to Jimmy Savile, that brings us on nicely to, uh, did you like Kenny Everett when you were a kid? Yes. Yes. And uh, do you think Kenny Everett is problematic in the current climate? Would he be problematic or would he well, survive yeah, he's it? dead. Only for snowflakes like you. Arlen the best. I used to find him, I found him um, confusing when I was a kid. I'm sure we've mentioned this me before. Me too. I wasn't I sure about the gay thing. I was sort of like, I was like, yeah, I was like right, because there's lots of women with big tits and stuff. And then I was like, but he does seem a bit fruity. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, what, yeah. what's the deal there? He's like, got a beard and a dress. <laughs> yeah. It was, I found that confusing. Also, because I used to think Frankie Howard was like, just, he, I used to think he was the fucking much nuts. He was so funny the way he used to have all these birds around him. Ooh, and on Pompeii. And, like, and I was like, look at him. And then, once I got to my late teens and found out uh, oh right it's totally wasted uh, it on him just ruined my world view I don't think Kenny Everett looking back he's not as funny as I used to think he was but maybe that's 
age and time. Oh, behave. He was massive friends with Freddie Mercury, though, weren't he? They were and great Princess mates. Diana. Good friends. And he did that thing with Thatcher, didn't he? Remember with the hands, the big hands, like the yeah. Tory party conference. And he regretted never doing that. He wished he'd never done it. Really? Yeah. Afterwards, he always said he, he should never have done it because it didn't, like, obviously, it made him look like a Tory. <laughs> what it would, uh, I suppose, but it was something like that. He didn't like doing it. But rest rest in peace, Kenny. Anyway, let's move on from Kenny Everett. That didn't have many legs. I thought it'd be better than that. I thought we could do some Kenny impressions. Yeah, of course he did. They all do. Um, so, <laughs> they all do. So I'm going to go on Mastermind, and my specialist subject is going to be Mastermind. If you went on Mastermind, would you steal or break something from there? No, what would your specialist subject be? Um, my specialist—that was to tell you what, oh, though, that's God, a really before good... you start. Let me just say this as well, because think about it in your head. But I always used to think, you know, Mastermind people go on it. I always used to think it's something you've always been into. You go on it with something you've always been into, right. and you just no, you don't yeah, do. You yeah. pick it and you learn about it. Exactly. And then you do you the just pick it. So yeah. my, my lean class, right, on a celebrity one. Well, yours would be my lean class. No, well, no, this is what I'm, this is what I'm bringing myself up to. Bringing myself up to. Uh, so my lean class on the celebrity one, her chosen subject, right, was Sex in the City. Yeah, but not. Not just like, there's only been a few, I don't know how many seasons of Sex and the City there's been, but probably only about four, right? So I, I thought, okay, fair enough, if it was Sex, but it weren't, it wasn't Sex and the City, it was season three of Sex and the City. <laughs> Episode four. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, well, what the fuck? I could do that. Yeah, on any, like, you could just pick a season of anything and go like, oh, and then learn it. Like, yeah, do you know I, what I do? I take my chair, you know, there's a, the five people sort of stand at, or four people stand, sit there, and then they've got the, Magnus Magnuson character to the side. I'd take my chair and I'd move it behind Magnus Magnuson character and say, turn around and then start asking him questions. Right, especially this subject. But I was thinking, my, my your subject could be the most ridiculous subjects for other people that other people have had. Like, yeah, so. Mining, like who chose Sex in the City season you, three? You don't, there. you don't have to chosen pick, subject. Mining class. You don't have to pick a brand new subject. You could pick one that you studied at university, can't you? Obviously, yeah. I think it would be more of a challenge if you had to. You went on and picked something for one of the other people to do as an expert round, and they all picked. Everyone picks each other's, and they've got a week to learn it. Oh, the other thing about it, obviously. Um, yeah, that, that is, that's probably a better way of doing it, actually. It's more fair because the thing with it sometimes is some people have like, oh, and your specialist subject is world history like for the no, whole of time. And then the other people yeah, have no, like, they pick, they pick their episode. own subject. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So why don't you pick something really simple what that I you can learn? Know, what I want to know about Mastermind is do they do they have a computer program, right, which which separates all the questions into the amount of time delivered? Because, you know, some of the questions go on for long, fucking yeah, ages. Yeah, yeah. So who was the capital, who was the, the main president when da, 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 in the capital of the blah, 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 at the beginning of 1812 at the start of the revolution? The beginning of the, da, 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 I've started, started yeah, so I'll finish. Exactly, you only get one question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's like, well, what was his first name or whatever? Like, yeah, I mean, there's some questions that length. Yeah, it's like, well, how does that? So do they, do they fucking, do they read all the questions out and then do an average about how long they've fucking taken to ask? They, they, they definitely don't on the chase. Basically, what you want to do is choose a subject that only has fucking yes and no answers or something like really. Yeah, it could be a really, really long short question, questions, yeah. just like colours or something like what colour? Yeah, what colour is this fish or whatever? And you're like, oh, magenta or whatever. Choose like bananas and learn everything there is to know about bananas. But I suppose that's quite a big subject, isn't that it? Could it? Be Again, quite it could be like what species of banana was yeah, first introduced okay. from the Congo? That doesn't to work. The first in introduced into the anus. What I think is <laughs> particularly unfair is, but um, if you're really thick, you're probably not going to do very well, are you? Fidget spinners. 
that can't be a big subject because <laughs> they're only around for a little while. And only what like who invented them? What like yeah? Uh, what do you do when you f- when you need to fidget spin? What do you spin when yeah. you need to fidget? Okay, so I've had an idea for a TV show. There's a new French character, uh, a French guy, who takes people out their normal daily lives and they have adventures. So so, so your idea for the TV show is yeah. there's a French guy? Yeah, there's a French guy right, okay. who just appears in people's lives. Okay. Okay, and he takes people out of their normal daily lives. So if you've got like a nine-to-five job or an office job, whatever, um, he takes you out of your life and you go on an adventure with him, right? And it always ends with him staring at a sunset with you. And he says, this is what it feels like to be alive. Yeah? This is what it feels like to be alive. He says it in, he says it in English or in French. Probably in, in yeah. English. Like that. Probably exactly like that. You've got it. <laughs> okay. So That's we'll, how they talk in films, isn't it? The yeah. French. But before we... So he's some kind of mysterious jestery type person. Uh, but what kind of adventures could these people be having? That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Why is he French? Because it's just—it's got that sort of romantic. Okay. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sort of like French romantic. Of like, it could be like Lupin the Third or Eric Cantona like or Tantan. Did you say Lupin the Third? Yeah, Lupin. Is he French? Lupin. Like the the the. Do you mean that show on Netflix? Yeah, the no. He's French, isn't he? Lupin. Yeah, but Lupin's like a thief, isn't he? A gentleman thief. So he's got that like mysteriousness about him, where he like just appears. Go, who are you? And he just appears at your office one day, and he's like, Bonjour, Bonjour, Monsieur Lupin. Yeah, Mr. Bunny. So Lupin is Bunny. Yeah, I am here to make all your fantasies come true. You can do anything you want, and there will be no consequences. Just look at this sunset with me just for one minute I want to stay here and forever you, you can what <laughs> I said you can not you can't you can and then he sneaks behind him and smacks on the head with a brick a breeze block with me forever it could be like one of them hidden camera shows and the guy comes in and they do something sort of small to make him think that he can now do whatever he wants but whatever he and there are no consequences and the joke is there are consequences so he just goes around and does whatever he wants like tells his wife to, that she's a pig and he goes at the end I will flick my fingers and this will never have happened and then when he flicks it he goes it all happened and it's what you wanted I'll give you a good I'll give you, French bastard I'll give you a funny <laughs> funny little story that just reminded me of something talking about hidden camera shows do you know the guy who did Candid Camera Alan Funt his name was he was <laughs> on, Daniel, Daniel Munt <laughs> no it was Alan Funt <laughs> he was on a, Daniel Munt doesn't matter so, so Candid Camera started on the radio and it didn't really work as well and no one used to get it and then when it went into TV it also didn't work but the thing that made it work was the bit at the end where the reveal that's what made it work when you realised everyone was in on the joke and then you got the reveal and it's like oh you've been tricked look at the camera and he's like oh I've been tricked haha everyone loved it right check this out right so that got, was a really massive show in America wasn't it it was like huge obviously Beatles yeah, yeah. about and all that so he went on a plane flight once and the plane got hijacked by um, terrorists whatever to try and bring it down and the passengers saw him as one of the passengers and they thought it was part of Candid Camera so none of them believed the terrorists and they all started laughing like waving going oh yeah it's a joke it's Hello, mum. I'm on TV. I remember that. And they had to all, um, like, they had to, he had to try and convince everyone that no, it's got nothing to do with him. Yeah. And they're all like really relaxed when these people are taking this plane around and turning it around and landing it in a different airport. And then apparently when it lands, they will still think it's part of the joke and they're already yeah. getting pissed off with him and they're getting off the plane going, oh, thanks, Alan. Thanks, Alan. And they're walking past him. He's like, it's got nothing to do with me. But they're real yeah, machine they guns, you idiot. Yeah, it's all real. So, so. It, it started originally as candid chain letters in the 18th century. 
Yeah, that's right. Candid, uh, like a little parlour game. Smart. What I don't understand, right, about candid camera, okay? Candid is being about being upfront. Oh, I appreciate your candor, as in you're being honest with someone, right? But candid, ca- the camera's hidden, isn't it? They're cheated. They're using the candidness as like part of your quality of being fun. What? I don't know, but it's, it's called candid camera, it's which suggests candid. like the camera's obvious and honest and in your face, but the camera's hidden. I think there's a dual meaning, uh, yeah, uh, and I'm just trying to quickly look up on the phone. <laughs> right, here we go. Candid does mean two things. Okay. It does mean truthful or straightforward or frank, like yeah. you said, or of a photograph of a person taken informally, especially without the subject's knowledge. Well, that's there fucking go. fucked up, isn't it, for a word to have two... That, like, Imagine the that. Meanings. There, there, and there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, well, there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but... Not the opposite meanings, though. Look at the sunset. Uh, I'm, um, I'm guessing this is getting edited out. <laughs> what? Why? Why? Because you didn't know the meaning of a word. No, because I did know the meaning. Well, I know. I, I, every day at school, Dad. I don't, I'm glad I know no, now no. know that. I just I thought that some... I'm, I'm glad you didn't know it, because I, I wasn't sure, way. and now I know. Teacher <laughs> learns most. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't... Yeah, I don't mind. So uh, when people go back to the pubs, do you reckon they'll take phones with them still or will they all talk and drink and hug and realise that they should be talking and looking at each other's eyes? So when people do go back, because everyone's been looking at their phones and looking at screens and looking at Zoom and they're going to be face-to-face with people, do you think you'll still see people in the pub just staring at their phones? No. Or will people be like just all having great chats, great combos? No, I think... I remember when we went to Cambridge the first time and I I met uh, just a few of... Chris's friend like well, well his ex-girlfriend at the time whatever and all their friends I remember how excited I was talking to new people and I didn't think about looking at my phone once but then I'm not really a phone person well, what about the second time you go to the pub uh, yeah <laughs> yeah um no, I don't. I think everyone will be. I, I, <laughs> I think it's more in large groups of people. I think a, a, like a couple at the end will be looking at their phone when they're not in the convo. Depends who you're with. If I, if, mm. if, I, if I'm with you, then I'll be looking yeah, at my phone. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. You always look at your phone <laughs> if when it's you're with me. you, then like, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, next subject. Right, here's one for you guys Tiger bread, king of breads, or the bread the working class think rich people eat? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think anyone working class. It's it's like a posh bread. It's like a posh bread for everyone, isn't it? It's like ooh, tiger bread. Yeah, I know what you're. I don't even. I kind of know what you mean by that. But I'm I'm working class. I don't. I don't I'm under no illusions. It's not posh. But. Well, there's there's a new posh bread in town. Have you seen the new um, specialist Hovis? And they're saying it's, it's got like, seeds in it. Yeah, it's got seeds on it, and you get half a loaf. No, and it's sliced. Sounds homosexual. Homosexual. Yeah. Hove is down. Pimps up. But tiger bread. I do like tiger bread. I, I favour. If I go to, if I'm working on site or whatever, and I've got to have a sandwich at lunchtime, then I always go for the tiger baguette. If they or, did, or giraffe, giraffe baton. If a they, giraffe baton yeah, or but, tiger baguette. Yeah, whatever. it should be a giraffe. It's yeah. just the salt on the outside that makes. Yeah. It well, no, it's 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 cooked at the baking soda or whatever in it it's uh, they must use bacon it's the coarse ba- yeah bacon powder it makes outside. that tang- it gives that tangy beautiful flavours it, it gives that tangy thing but the problem is with tiger bread you turn into Greg Wallace it's good the thing about tiger bread is when, it, when it's fresh when it's fresh it's beautiful but if it's, if it's a bit if it's, oh this is how they make it if it's a couple of days old if it's a couple of days old then it's not as good it's nowhere near as good look at that fresh out of the oven <laughs> fresh so out of the oven oh like a tiger straight from the jungle it is from the jungle it is it is one of those breads that really deteriorates, yeah. like in terms of for if you're going to use it for toasting. Yeah. 
like the first day if you were going to use it for toasting you would get really nice dense yeah. by like the second or third day it's really light yeah. isn't it the blue like you're better you off know, getting a, the crust. a non-sliced one obviously you're better off getting a bloomer of tiger bread and then cutting it yourself and then you can eke out the freshness then when you get sliced stuff it's already aired every single sliced bit of bread there has had air going to it um, and it's like, like sliced granary loaf that fucking lasts forever I mean you know when you get the mould the green that bits fucks you up you know the green bits gets you, know, you high. start in the green bits yeah. you're like Ugh. you know okay, you might eat a bit every now and again and, like, and you're like Ugh, you don't notice the green bit until the end and you're like oh fuck but um, yeah granary it takes fucking I think you've got to keep granary in there for like two three oh, weeks boys, do you think you know about bread do you? For, uh, yeah alright I know you are wait wait I've got a question for you he's a four pound he's a four pound loaf but Chris is like a four pound five pound loaf man you can go ahead to head then on this one uh, no, this isn't the main question but you know you've heard of cheer batter haven't you yeah you know what that means yeah, some shit Italian shit slipper slipper it means slipper right yeah when to the nearest year was the cheer batter invented um fucking 1204 alright yeah what do you say Chris 1920 what do you reckon then what do you reckon, Barry? When was the cheer batter invented? Uh, I reckon it's a really recent bread, so I'm going to go for the 1970s. 1982. Oh, oh man, thank you. Got oh, it. Uh, I should have thought about that. It was, it was of course, it's a trick. It, it stems a, it a from a baker thing. in uh, Rovigio, Veneto, Cornetto in Italy, but it was invented in 1982 because he was sick of the overwhelming um, popularity of the French baguettes in Italy, so he invented a cheer batter and they tried to make out it's a traditional bread, but it's not. It's invented in 1982. Good idea is a good idea. Indeed. Okay. Are you like me? You know when you, you're having a conversation with somebody, are you constantly thinking in the back of your mind, we're all already dead? What? We're all already dead. Like, you're constantly thinking we're all already dead. Like, this is completely pointless. Do, do you mean like... What's the, the, on the plane of the existence. Saying, no, we just like, don't exist. In the midst of life, we are in death or whatever. Yeah. Whoever said that? Like, as, well, soon as, we, now, as soon as we're born, we're, di- we're dead. Yeah. If you, if you, but this what? is recorded, so this is going to persist isn't it what are you doing what the persistence of memory this is recorded so it'll persist oh sorry right okay I thought, I thought, you, I thought you were having a technical issue <laughs> on audacity he's like this is still recording uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry right. yeah. I, I did used to um, I, I will say this I think that helps with grief a lot if you already think people are already dead because I can remember thinking that when my father passed away like a year before um, I know we're talking about bread so I don't want to bring the podcast down no. but in the year before he died, I, every time I had a conversation with him, I kept in the back of my head thinking, you're already dead. Like, this is the last conversation I'm having with you. You're dead. Like, constantly. So when he actually died, I think that helps with grief. That's, That's just a little tip for you out there, fellas. I was just going to agree with what uh, what Barry's saying. is Because it seemed at the time that he dealt with it really well. I think he'd already come to terms with it, and he obviously had by saying well, what. Well, he did kill him, did he? He murdered him. <laughs> Little belly pitchfork. Do you remember what Nick by Cotton? What said when Nick Cotton was living with Doc Cotton. <laughs> yeah. Right, Ma. I'm gonna. Don't worry about it, Ma. I'm gonna He's kill you, Ma. Such a good boy. <laughs> Do you want a little kill bit more bleach in your tea? I mean, sugar in your tea. I've got that, I've got that for Anyway, you, totally unrelated. Um, I think Wuthering Heights is one of my top ten <laughs> tunes of all time. Uh, I said that. I was, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's in my top ten. One, two. La, 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 What's that song? Da, 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 la, 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 la,
Heathcliff, it's me, it's Kathy, I've come home now. Do you reckon Kate Bush fucked like a rabbit or just never did it? Uh, she fucked like a rabbit, mate. Yeah, that's what oh, I thought. Mate, if I could, uh, uh, Top Pop's like the women I wish I could have known in their heyday and bit hung around and uh, Kate Bush, definitely. Anyway, now we've got through the intros this week, let's talk about what we've been watching. <laughs> oh, rapey thing to say. <laughs> That's like raping. There's one woman I could have followed around. Just watch. Just watch. No, no one. No. I mean, fucked. I mean, got to. I mean, been. Uh, we'd be like so boyfriend and girlfriend. I mean, even if it's for just a Oi, short while. Here's one you'll like in the week then. You know, I was talking about Mr. Deep Fake, and I kept going, oh, it's Deep Fake porn. <laughs> yeah. and Kate Bush is on there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, believe me. I know that's wrong. Oh, right. How big's her cock? I'm on that. What? Johnny, don't say that. So, uh, what have you been watching this week? Anything good? Uh, I've mostly been just been watching um, like Flog It and Celebrity Antique any, Show and, watched, and stuff no, like then. that. You watched? Uh, and you watched any more Snowfall? No. Okay. No. No. <laughs> Forget about that then. I've watched loads. I've watched loads of docu- mostly documentaries. But I've got a show we can all watch for next week. Uh, the Mayor of My Grey or May Grey with Kate Winslet in it. It's like a murder mystery, like True Detective. All oh, right, you so call maybe it... we should watch that and then we'll review it next week. Done. Someone else talk. You called you called it something completely different earlier. No, it's called Mayor Martown or Maytown. Oh, I'll Google May- it. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching. Town, I've been watching that. paint dry because I've been doing double or triple shifts all week. But I did want to watch um, Rain of Fire on Netflix. What with Matthew McConaughey and Christian yeah. Bale? Is it rubbish? Dragons. Yeah, that's all right. I watched it. Oh. I, I, like I, it. I like. I quite I liked like it. it. I rented it on DVD back when it came out. Like Mayor of East Netflix. Town. East Town. Yeah, Mayor of East Town. Yeah, sorry, thought, you could have just watched it on Netflix. Huh? Oh yeah, could have gone. Could have gone to the future. Just put yourself in stasis for fourteen years and watched it on Netflix. Is that how old it is? Fourteen years old. Something like that. Yeah, they reckon it trumps the dragons was, on um, was, Game I, of Thrones and all that. When I was selling weed back in the day, when I was running things in this town. Um, yeah, and that was like when I was 23, 24, something like oh, that. Oh, wow. So, yeah, a long time ago. I thought it was 2014. And that was on DVD, so that had been, been, been a year and a half. So it's about 20 years old, I think, that film, nearly. <laughs> Get him here. I'm going uh, to look it up. I've watched some really good fucking sports documentaries, actually. Uh, so on Disney, of all these ESPN ones... First one, forty-two to one. So that's James. That's named after the odds that James Buster Douglas had on beating Tyson. So that's all basically his backstory, how he came to fight Tyson. Obviously, Tyson's backstory, everything at the time. Obviously, Tyson was unbeaten at that point obviously. and was a fucking monster. Would you bet on it in hindsight? <laughs> Do I say obviously a lot then? No. Oh. All right. Would you? Would you in hindsight bet on it? Um, well, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Now there's a guy who did. He put. Um, $500 on it was 42 to what someone won 150 grand so whatever he had to put on <laughs> sounds nice. good what else have you been watching uh, well, no, uh, I'm describe a bit more about that it was interesting actually so James Buster Douglas's dad was, was also a boxer Bill Dynamite Douglas and he was actually he was more like Tyson he was like ferocious like animal in the ring whereas Buster Douglas was like a bit he was overweight the whole time he was perceived as a chump and all this but he trained for the Tyson fight and because everyone had written him off he then got his fucking killer instinct just for this one fight and it's just like it's like the gods wrote it really because he didn't really do he did fuck all after that he lost to Evander Holyfield after that and then that was it and then Holyfield beat Tyson as well and that was the end of the Tyson yeah you know, no, as it, it was, was the end of the ty- that Tyson um, era wasn't it but, but yeah he um, but yeah he was, but then he turned into his dad for like this one fight and his mum there's this thing about his mum saw the change in his eyes and all that but his mum was only like, his mum died as well before the fight and she was only 47 like you watch this thing I was like 
didn't realise like um, yeah, yeah how young they were but anyway the um, and the other one was another boxing one well, I do my recommendation you can go back to your recommendations because well, no, one on a roll it's on a roll boxing one so okay. it's like fucking you want to keep flipping but mine was about Tina Turner I oh, know you already start. You already said that. You had your opportunity to talk about that. Haven't talked about it, have I? Yeah, no. Well, you should have done. That's, that's what that, you do. That, that technically is another. That, that technically is another boxing do, film, isn't it? Yeah. What's that got to do, you fucking knob? What's that? Give the secondary emotion. Well, I do want to tell you about this other documentary. The other one's called Johnny. I think you might know about this. No mass. No mass. Yeah, yeah. So you know about that. So obviously you showed me the thing before. I didn't know about the story about Roberto yeah. Duran, and I learned about, I learned a lot about Man, him through you. That. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but that was really interesting because it's got Sugar Ray Leonard going to visit him and, and interview him himself and ask yeah. all about it and go like, right, what, what's the deal? He still doesn't actually really get the answers, but I learned a lot more about the fight, the build-up. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a bit of an add-on to the thing on YouTube that what's we that watched. One on? Uh, this is all on Disney, so the two, the, oh, the, oh, those, those that, yeah. two are both on uh, the uh, Disney Channel on the documentary the screen. Hands of Stone. Yeah, Hands of Stone. Hands of Stone. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and he, yeah, he was like the original kid. He was, and Ty, it's really interesting watching Tyson. Uh, so they're in, doing talking heads thing, and him talking about the fights. Yeah. And he was basically based his whole. He was he wanted to be Robert when he saw Duran. That's yeah. how he based it, his animal thing. And he, he looks, he a, bit was, like he a, was looks a bit like a werewolf. He was like the lightweight Tyson of his yeah. time, but they obviously went up through the weights like Duran did. Like he went up to like two hundred pounds in it at one point. Like. Mm. But in, yeah, for the second fight or whatever. But anyway, yeah, I won't talk too much about the fights just in case anyone wants to. Yeah, no, I definitely have a look at that one. Um, yes, and and then I watched another ice hockey one today as well, which is good. Um, I forgot what's that of Miracles and Men. That was it about how the NHL. But that's quite interesting as well about because I was never I was always confused about how ice hockey came about, whether it was the Russians or the Canadians, because they're always seen as the best. The Canadians were seen as the best. Then the Russians took it up. The Russians were playing a game called Bandy on a massive fucking ice hockey. Uh, it was a mixture between football and ice hockey, basically. So they had, they had curved hockey sticks, but they played with something the size of a football. It's a bit like something that Barry yeah, would fucking... Yeah, Yeah, a bit like something That's that Barry would invest in. in. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of sport. No, yeah, Bandy. So, so they were used to this a game where they skated around with sticks. But then obviously Bandy wasn't an Olympic sport, whatever, and then they adopted ice hockey from the Can- Canadians, invented it. But then, obviously, there's yeah, Russian, Russians have got an abundance. The Russians will be gutted when they do bring Bandy into the Olympics and they've forgotten how to play it. <laughs> yeah, it's be everything, like, oh, it? I lost sport. Um, but yeah, that's quite interesting about how how they became a good team. Obviously, the, then the Russian soap team, but how they got to play. They weren't allowed to play NHL professionals um, for years, and they like cause obviously the Olympics were just amateurs. Yeah. Um, but then the, their amateur team became just as good as the NHL professionals, and then yeah. So but then, then it all went full circle. So they were the best for years, and then. This college team, this this NHL or amateur team, beat them. I think they're amateurs. Yeah. So I think this year in the Olympics, they're you know it's not they're not introducing it. It's just like a an exhibition. You know they have the exhibition sports. I think they're doing um, beer mat flipping. Is going to be an really? exhibition. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> but they did where it's like BMXing was and break dance. I think break dancing they're doing isn't this year as an exhibition one they were going to do really yeah no that is for true oh. yeah <laughs> really <laughs> break dancing yeah it's almost as tenuous really? as bit really? map flipping no, <laughs> yeah but yeah break dancing was well, supposed I'm to done be now. It. Barry this week I watched a good documentary um, I watched uh, Tina the story of Tina Turner and I was going to just say something about that that really surprised the me the way she stands would be good for the pinball machine wouldn't it the way, well the way she dances is very <laughs> good shit a little bit I've, hit, I've got multi-ball she dances a lot like she said she taught Mick Jagger how to dance she did 
Ike Turner used to put coat hangers inside her, then make her go back out on stage and sing. Um, and then it's inside like, her where? Inside her uh, uh, in ear hearts. In her mouth. What? Yeah. Whoa, he was horrible. Man. And then basically the other thing he did was he obviously used to beat her up, but then she one day she'd had enough what? and they were driving to an airport and she goes, You will never fucking hit me again and she had a massive fight with him, a proper fist fight, and beat the shit out of him in the back of a car. And she was beaten up as well and then she just left him. He was he was quite he was quite a small guy. Not saying yeah, small guys can't beat women up, but she was he's still about, isn't different he? T- no, he's he passed away now. now. He did a lot of good um music himself, yeah. but obviously he never made it to the uh, heights that she did, and it's I think horrible. he was jealous of that. And he launched rock and roll, but he, he, he he's got a lot of hip hop breaks as well. Yeah, he launched rock and roll though reckon and he had lo- he introduced loads of quite famous people not just her but apparently so a couple of quick facts about Tina Turner I highly recommend what it but I found this quite interesting I thought you didn't like celebrity boxing what? <laughs> um, she her song by Phil Spector you know the one that is River Deep Mountain when High when I was just a little girl <laughs> I had a ragdoll <laughs> greatest doll <laughs> I've ever known his hair's growing <laughs> I couldn't it. stop oh my God. in a doorway <laughs> with these legs my knees don't even sick. touch I'm so when? bold and I get stronger every day. <laughs> and I've been something. I've been sparring with every ways. A real deep That's actually um, that should be our new theme tune. That's actually broke. Um, well, that song it never charted. Records. It never charted in America due to racism because um, Afri- uh, African 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 Caribbean. How do you say American African American people were only allowed to sing R and B. They couldn't sing anything else. And because she sang a different type of tune, Americans wouldn't buy it. That's how racist a lot of them are. In Europe and England, that song went massive. It like went to number one. So that's why she became much bigger in uh, the UK and Europe than she was in America at first. And have a guess how old she was when Private Dance came out, her first album. You know how big that was. It was like... But let some other people 45. Talk. Good. Do you want to guess? I'll go 33 or 78. No, she was 44. Yeah. That's quite old, isn't it? So one other thing, and then I'll shut Not up. Not in the 80s. That was young then. Chris was right. Uh, so, yeah, in the week, after watching that documentary about Tina Turner, which I highly recommend, I had this really weird dream, and I'd like sort of a song come to me. Uh, and I didn't realise. I think it is sort of like, it's like one of Tina Turner's songs, but it's like my own version of it. So I just want to sing that to you now, because it came to me, and I wrote up and I wrote all the lyrics down, and I got them all. Uh-huh. Uh, um, so you... <laughs> When I was a little guy, I had a day doll, the only doll I've ever owned. And now I love you just as much as I love that day doll. And I get wiser in every way, and it gets deeper all the way. River long, mountain tall. <laughs> You're saying day doll? Day, a day doll. What's a d- Barry, explain what a day doll is. is. That, is uh, that when I used to go on my nan and grandchaps, they used to give me a doll to play with during the day and call it a day doll. What did it look like? <laughs> what did it look like? It was like an action man, but it had a different head on it. It didn't did have you, arms. Did you have a night doll as well? Did you have like different dolls? No, because I could only borrow it, and then they kept it there when Day I was there. doll. <laughs> day doll. Was it, one of those, was it one of those really advanced moving day dolls? Only you can play with me. Day doll. Because it, was it one it's of those like day dolls you cork. could use as a back massager? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, so you, didn't, you didn't have a night doll then, just a day doll? Oh, no, because I stayed there during the day. Na- Na- Nanny took the day doll at night time. <laughs> <laughs> there's loads more documentaries I just remembered. Uh, there's the Waco one. 
I've seen that. The, the, the one on Prime? Yeah. yeah. that's good. Just called Waco. Yeah, yeah. It's about how FBI yeah, just basically CS-gassed all the children and yeah. fucking set fire to them all. And, There's and, your and, angle. And were shooting them when they were coming out. You should watch and the so they, had no, they had no choice. They were, they were just basically murdered. Yeah. That's your hot angle. Huh? That's your angle. I was going to say, if you're going to talk about documentaries, we need a hot angle, but shooting kids as they run out. Yeah. There's well, your there angle. Yeah, that's a quick way of summing it up. But um, what was the other one? Oh, the Future of Work and Death. That's quite interesting as well on Prime. Um, which is stuff basically saying that all all jobs are going to become obsolete all and, jobs will be podcasts uh, yeah everyone's the only jobs that are going to be left are nursing jobs like your, your, your job will be safe uh, Chris so that we'll always it's the caring side of, not surgeons not surgeons because all that nitty gritty like near, near precision stuff is going to be done by fucking robots it's, it's really the caring fun. side it's, I mean that's the side that is it's retail yeah, safe that, I studied for years to work in retail is it safe I thought, you said, I thought you said is it retail safe no retail when I came uh, out of uni and went straight into uh, retail uh, no yeah, no retail obviously your job retail. your job is your job is the most pointless like, probably out of the most uh, most jobs my job like so when, when I was working as an electrician obviously that could be done they just haven't made the robots yet they've already made the robots to do your job most of it like in retail obviously the, the self-service tills but with phones there's some dickheads who want to like me personally I could do with not needing to see you just go into a shop like O2 and go like right and get a self-service that's the phone I want boop and just run it through the thing without all the bollocks without talking to you without getting my passport out and all that shit and just walking out so you're the most obsolete out of all the workers if I'm honest I just want some I just want something easy to use I don't I don't know how to you, I just want a basic phone. I just want to press the buttons Fuck a bit. Off, you I just want to press bitch. the buttons a bit. I use the phone and also get onto the internet and watch porn. You think I'm obsolete? But that's no, I'm you're not. Because that's the Johnny just proved why you're not. Because that's, there's always going to be stupid old fucking. Because dudes. I'm a digital life coach. Because because people are living uh, longer now. Because of the this whole thing I'm talking about. Because of automation and humans doing less work and therefore living longer and the, the medicine getting better, etc. And more more diseases getting cured. Um, that's no, no way. To, you're like a real professor. That's no way to talk about. That's no way to talk about a grandmother. I'm only 27. Well, yes, because of that, there's going to be more old people, and and then there's going to be always going to be old people coming in the shop who haven't got a fucking clue. But it depends whether they cure Alzheimer's or. Oh great! So there's some good documentaries you watched this week, and there's some good recommendations. Uh, yes, but yes, and I learned a term. Yeah, that, um, yeah. So neg- anyway, neg- no, no. negligibly senescent is a term. Like, have, you, have you heard about this? So uh, senescence. Do you know what senescence is? Basically, it's a term no. for aging. It's like the posh name for aging. <laughs> yeah, word, new word. Um, but yeah, ne- uh, so like negligibly senescent animals are ones who are obviously trying to slow down the process. So they're not. I don't want to age, sort of thing. So flatworms and tortoises, except people like things like that. <clears throat> they're like that and I, I think by not working so that's what I'm doing by not working by refusing to work by being as lazy as possible I think I'm slowing down the ageing process because the amount of times I'm getting loads of sleep at the moment by not working yeah, that's good for you and I'm getting fucking loads what, of sleep always sleep whenever what I want what's the benefit of this? huh? What's to the live, oh, exactly of this? Well, that's the question at the end of this documentary it's like oh, it's all very well no, what's the benefit to your your tactic? what? Ch- what do you mean? by Choose sleeping lives, loads by not working yourself down slowing yourself down yeah by getting more sleep because I always feel it like it certainly I've, calms you down and chills you out I, oh, I've yeah. always thought that I, I, when I'm working I'm like I've got to get up at five and I'm just never 
always getting about four or five hours sleep for such long periods of time and then the weekend I'll get on it and be like yeah do a load of gear or whatever and stay up and then not actually probably get even less sleep and then you go back to it and they're like oh right and you expect your body to all catch up especially when you're in your 40s it's ridiculous and then you go back to work on the Monday you do it all over again and every, at the end of every week I'm thinking I've just knocked probably about five years off my life like, well, so like, the, start, extreme, like the start of train spotting but a bit more sedate choose life choose bongs choose, choose bed sores <laughs> Choose sores. Sofa sores. Excuse me. So, speaking of which, I need to trade in the sofa. I've realised how uncomfortable this fucking sofa is since I've been lying on it for 10 months. No. Well, that's what the people are saying, aren't they? That they want to change their sofas. Well, no, it's 12 years old. I got it. It's past its prime. You can't lie down on it. When you recline it properly, it was a grand, a thousand pound leather recliner. Leather electric recliner. But, uh, yeah, it's starting to sound a bit Jimmy Savile-esque. Oh, it's past its prime. It's uh, 12 years old now. Mentioned last week, uh, or a few weeks ago, he, um, we had a thing like, what would you prefer if you had a woman and it had to be half fish, half woman, would you prefer top half or bottom half? And like, all of them were resigned to like, well, obviously you want a top half woman, but you know, and he was like going, no, and it's you got to introduce it to your parents as well, so you can maybe take her in a wheelchair or whatever. But he was like, no, no, um, you'd want to fuck it, you would want to fuck it, you'd form a relationship with it. So top half fish, top half woman, <laughs> so, something out of um, like SpongeBob, just like. Fish running around. Yeah, you'd, think, you'd use her breasts and her mouth, wouldn't you? I think, you, I think rather I think, than be like, then insist on the vagina. There you go. Like, yeah, I'll hold out for the vagina. I'll wait till she has the magic spell or whatever, like Ariel or whatever in Little Little Mermaid. You'd be like, yeah, I'll hold out until she gets the vagina back, uh, rather than and, and I'll, I'll make do with the tits. I'll do with a tit wank, tit wank, and her, and her mouth and everything. That's fine. First, you know second I mean? base. Wait for third. <laughs> Shall I say it? <laughs> but so we've done this before but I have I did find a new fetish picture and it's of these um, mermaids in the normal sense as in right. female female top body <laughs> and then they go their bums come up into the fish but just as the bum comes up they've actually got a human fanny and then it's <laughs> in, in the fish part <laughs> perfect what more uh, do you need the and there's the sunbathing back, sorry <laughs> a, fanny, a fanny at the back well you know like if a woman in a port in a thing if a woman's lying uh, on her front with her yeah. back arch and her yeah, bum in here yeah. you can see the fan at that to point fair, it's there on the fit and then the tail comes all the way to down be fair, sometimes if you're going at a doggy if, you, if the whole top half is just buried in the sand if you're like say if you're on the beach or something no no the bottom um, half was fish no, yeah, that's but, what, yeah. no no but I'm saying if it's the other way round I'm saying it's the yeah, other yeah, way round you bury the fish in so the like, sand so what mate is saying is like yeah just forget about the fish bit yeah so if you were to like just completely obscure the fish part and you just yeah. had the but rump, the tail did look quite and sexy and you just had the rump of the lady and the vagina there and you're like oh yeah and it could be just like a dark and like we've all been there before where we're having sex with a woman and then that's all you can see so yeah theoretically there's if you're what, not interested if you're not interested in foreplay and all the rest of it then that option is that's still an option isn't it to have just the bottom half 
top half fish if all you're interested is fucking doggy style and their head being buried in the sand then that, then that's cool all I'm saying is if you yeah, look up you if, you look if you up, like kissing if you like kissing and you like boobs and, and just all that living your life <laughs> and you like pretty faces then yeah then yeah but if the, with the tail can look, if you look up erotic mermaid porn I'm just saying you might open your eyes a bit and if you want to introduce them to your parents put her in a wheelchair a little blanket <laughs> over the, over exactly. the tail they're not going to say let us look imagine if you just started dating a girl in a wheelchair and she had a blanket over her legs and, and she had a blanket <laughs> over her legs do you think your parents would go let me see the legs I bet there's a tail under there Yes. All she does is she just like spuzzes out loads of eggs for you to wank onto anyway. Do you know the best way? <laughs> it has to be done in water. You're like, it's just so unsatisfying. <laughs> Don't go out with a mermaid that's half seahorse, otherwise you're fucked. I know, that's fair. Uh, there was there was a poll actually like talk, sorry talking about this on I don't know what it was it was Tenable or some fucking Tenable afternoon uh, quiz show <laughs> would you like, fuck a fish no it was that one with Jason Manford oh Manford's Bamford's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it um, Jason, oh BFC big fat cum J- Jason Manford it's Saturday it's Saturday afternoon it's J- Jason Manford I'll turn up for anything Manford Snapchat cock Anyway, the question was, <laughs> what Disney character was voted as the worst uh, female role model? And apparently Ariel came up top trumps because the deal is she traded in like... She's like a fish. She, she traded in the life of her family or whatever for, to, to try and get with some prince. So, yeah, prince who she didn't know and then yeah, he left yeah, with someone yeah, else. Yeah, so apparently, yeah, she's seen as like the worst role model. Is it a maid mer when it's like the other way around when it's like fish? That's no, a merman, isn't it? No, m- m- that's a, if it's a male one. Oh, Johnny, right? <laughs> no, yeah, mer. Oh, I don't the other way around when it's a man. It's, it's a maid mer if it's like fish top and. Is there bottom, such a thing possibly. as a male mermaid? Yeah, a, a merman. Yes, yeah, well, I just said it. Like, merman from He Man. Fucking yes. Cabin in the I'll woods. Tell you this Cabin in the woods. Don't you remember Cabin the film Cabin in the woods? There's a character. There's a character in it called the merman, and they're like, oh, the merman, and he kills everyone at the end. You know what a mermaid looks like? Imagine if it was a fella. Yeah. But yeah, in, in kind of the woods, the merman's like a swamp thing, thing, isn't he? Wait, like, I, I, let me tell you about this. We'll do it off air. Got something to tell you about. <laughs> okay, you, know, you know, like a you know, like a centaur is a man up top. I think we should and get a horse brown body. Yeah, Imagine a man body and a fucking donkey's head. They call it a Barry. <laughs> fucking hell! He's just slammed the mic down. Good evening, Lojo, but welcome to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. Thank you all for coming this evening. Uh, I know you've travelled a long way to get here tonight because we're performing in Chesham, uh, and this is the first open night of comedy since the end of lockdown. So thank you for coming, everyone. This has been re- It's really nice to see Woo! you all here. Uh, and we've got some cracking acts here tonight. So uh, I know you I'm not. Let's get into it. So without further ado... Uh, he's back. Uh, he's here for some more. Here for some more uh, laughs, and you know him. Uh, well, actually, no. Let's start. Let's not start with him. I've changed the <laughs> changed the rotor. Let's start with the new yeah! guy. <laughs> let's start with the new guy because you have to do this in order. So the new guy is, and Love then the book. second new guy. Yeah, that's it. And then we'll do the the act. Then the mate. Okay, I've got it now. So anyway, all right. So here he comes. His name is. He's a new guy. He's fresh on the scene. His name's Stan Dup. But give a big round of applause Put your hands again for Stand Up Here he is, Stand Up Yeah, wicked name Thank you very much uh, save, save it for the end I'll need it 
my name is Stand Up. That normally gets a big laugh. Hey! Excellent name. Uh, I didn't change my name by D Paul or anything like that. My name is actually Stand Up. Uh, used Stand to get up, used to get bullied a lot of school. Uh, parents said to me, uh, "If you get bullied, you need to stand up to bullies." <laughs> Wicked name. That was very bad advice. Fucking cunt. That's uh, nice. why my nose looks the way it does. Never really had many friends at school. Uh, went to see the uh, <laughs> careers advice uh, officer. They said, "What's your name?" Um, I think you can see where this is going. Directly. Um, she said this was in the 80s you see um, uh, she said why don't you go why don't you go in to st-? I think she said why don't you go in to stand up I wasn't listening um, I've been doing this now 20 odd years still still bottom of the bill um, I was walking past the restaurant the other day and I saw um, the famous artist Damien Hurst getting assaulted uh, by two young gentlemen I could describe them to the police, <laughs> but I went over to uh, went over to uh, a possibly overrated uh, artist, and I said to him, "Are you all right?" And he said, "What? What's your name?" And I said, "Stand up." And he said, "Oh fuck off!" And I went, "Oh," and I and I and I gave him a little kick. Uh, thank you very much. You've been a great audience. Yeah, I've been stand up. Gentlemen. That was stand Wicked up. Name. Oh, he's lovely. Man. He said he's been on the scene 20 years, but uh, I've never actually seen him before. Uh, and so sorry to introduce him as a new guy. I didn't realise he'd been on the scene that long, but a great, great name. Act. Hope you enjoyed him. Uh, hope you enjoyed him. So here's our next act, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he's an older gentleman who's come into comedy. Uh, he's, I, won't, I won't say too much about him. He hasn't he's been around for very long, but uh, he's one of the older older gentlemen. Elderly. Anyway, Lidger, put your hands together for Reg. Yeah, Hollingsworth. Hollingsworth. From Coronation Street. <laughs> hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, there. You all calm down. You calm down there. So, my name's Reg Hollingsworth. Hello, there, everyone. And, uh,. People think I'm a bit too old to get into comedy, but I was in my local pub the other day and they said, you know what, Red, you crack us up. You absolutely crack us up. You should be on stage. So I thought I'd give it a go. And I've got a few jokes, you know, you wouldn't make you laugh. But the problem is, I've forgotten them. If to be truthfully honest with ya, I've forgotten all my jokes. But it's nice to be up here staring at you lovely people, you young people. You got sa- Yeah <laughs> You got so much life in ya. There's so much life ahead of ya. Oh bless him. Oh, thank you, guy. I think he's dying on stage. Get off the stage. I think he's actually dying on stage. Thank you, guys. You're so kind. Oh. You got. Hey, get off Reg. That's it. That was Reg Hollingsworth. Thank you very much. Sherry, sorry about that, ladies. You know, we yeah. won't let that yeah. happen Rich. again. Oh, bless so, you. So, our next act tonight, uh, he's back. He's been here before. Uh, you know him we know him he's a lovely great lovely chap and he's got a lot of great observations about the insect world it's Stephen Ladybird thank you thank you my name is Stephen Ladybird I like to do jokes about bugs and insects Um, there's a joke I've been trying to get to work for a while 
It's about like Friar Tuck. He's a fat vicar. Um, what bog do you think that Friar Tuck kept on his chest? On his praying man tits. <laughs> um, have you heard about the dyslexic dentist who kept getting distracted? He flossed his locusts. Um, my favourite president, US president, is uh, Scarab Obama. <laughs> anyway, Scarab, my favourite insects are the beetles. Um, there's as many as three million species, they reckon, in the world. Um, they get the name beetle from Old English. Bital from chewing, because they have mandibles. But beetles aren't evil, <laughs> but can be pests. Like the weevil, bark beetles, wood borers, and all the rest. I like their funny names, like the genus colon. It's not very common, not found in the bottom. Believe me, I tried, but just found meat that was rotten. I searched and probed until my purpose was forgotten. Still I ploughed on, deeper, 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 deeper. Arms, shoulders, then my head, my chest, belly and legs. Oh, and by the way, I was naked, lest I forget. I was fully in another person. I couldn't find any beetle but realised I was now a pest to certain people. And that's when I became a parasite. So the man you see in front of you is not Stephen Ladybird. Stephen Ladybird <laughs> is the man inside this man. <laughs> so I've got one more joke. Um, I was doing some science trying to find out where nits came from. But in the end, it just left me scratching my head. Anyway, thank you. I will now peel myself open and reveal myself. What? Whoa. That's, that's not Stephen Ladybird. That's someone else. Why is that person next to me making those noises through his mouth? Weird, isn't it? Did you see that? Yeah, I know. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Just took that off the stage. Can you drag that off, please? Give him a big round of applause. Drag that flesh off that skin. Oh, my God. Give that's a big disgusting. round of applause to Stephen yeah, Ladybird. I've never seen anything like that. Like oh so now we'll have a 15 minute break. And then when we come back, we'll have our main act of the night, uh, observation, 15 minutes later. Welcome back, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Thank you. Come back from the bar. Take a seat. Sit down. Not too much noise. Oh, quiet down, quiet down. So he's back again, all the way from the US of A. He's the one you love. He's got a lot of great observation. We know you love him ever so much. He's here again. And it's like observation. All right, all right. Oh, man, it's observation. All right, it's great to be back here again in the UK. The amount of times I'm back here, I may as well fucking move here. It makes sense. I'm always here. I'm always back here. Anyway, uh, so... Uh, he might as well move anyway, Anyway, uh, I mean, uh, I like tennis. Any of you guys like tennis? Yeah. You like watching? You down the front there. Do you play tennis? Are you doing crowd? Can the audience participate? Are you doing crowd work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I play tennis. I prefer temple. You don't. You don't look like you play tennis. What <laughs> shorts you fucking wearing? They look like your great great grandma's shorts. You go back in time to get those fucking shorts. I Jesus fucking ten, Christ! Ten fifteen years ago in TK Maxx. Okay, but, I mean maybe you watch tennis though, right? <laughs> I don't, he doesn't, doesn't like you play the sport in your life, buddy. Me or him? Please stop picking on me. Uh, this is too much. If I'm honest, neither you two guys look like you've ever played a sport in your life. I don't like that. Uh, I, I play tennis. I play tennis. Uh, I'll do you, okay. Good for you, buddy. Anyway, I'm talking to these guys. <laughs> 
Yeah. Anyway, my friend. Can you know that? I'm, I'm <laughs> Anyway, my friend. So, uh, you, do you like the French Open? <laughs> I mean, obviously you don't play tennis, but uh, that's the way. That's the way I prefer. The, you guys enjoy to watch sports, right? You guys can you can watch sports. You can open. You can yeah. you can get the muscles to open up your fucking yeah, eyes. You yeah. little dweeby dogs can do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So when you're watching the French Open, yeah, how do you enjoy that? Do you enjoy it? Oh, Do you enjoy it in standard fucking definition? <laughs> I wish you'd ask the other guy about tennis. I don't really know much about tennis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My friend, what's your name? The guy who likes tennis. The one who does uh, like hey, tennis. Sorry, sorry. You were extremely rude to me earlier. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's part of my act. Get over it, buddy. Come okay. on. Okay. He does yeah, so you like it. tennis, right? Yeah. Okay. So do you, do you enjoy the French Open? The clay um, car? You know, this old orange and shit. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's a slower game. It's a slower game. Yeah, okay. I enjoy it. So skill. why the fuck is it a standard definition? It's a Grand Slam tournament. There's only fucking four of them. Why is it in standard definition? For two weeks, and then only the finals in HD on ITV1. The rest of the tournament's on ITV4, and it's in standard definition, and you got like a trace after the fucking ball. It's like you're playing a game from the fucking 80s. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Wow. It's like it's like a slaughterhouse in here tonight. That way. I've never that way. But yeah, but the final, they're yeah, the fucking final. I suppose. I mean, that's when the best tennis is played. But uh, I'd like to watch the whole tournament in HD. That's all I'm saying. It's funny because it's true. And that's my observation. And that's my observation. That's my main observation. I mean, Bub's observation. Thank you and good night. You go. He's gone. Oh, Bob's wish is going. Sorry, I couldn't quite tell. There was no applause there, so I couldn't quite tell if he was staying or not. Bob to Jason slapping his leg and screaming to Jason. Bob to Jason. I'll be honest with you. What did you think in the in the Brown Bear? That was the Brown Bear Comedy Club. Thank you very much. There's some absolutely wonderful acts there this evening. Observation was especially good. The way his new one of the best, one uh, of the best. His observations they? are just like something we can all relate to. I think. Were you were you uh, were you surprised when Stephen Ladybird split himself open like a chrysalis? That was special. That was very uh, different. That one you, I wasn't expecting that. Were you? So uh, I'm not sure why this comedian's still talking to me on the stage here. But uh, thank you very much. Get the for fuck up the stage. Really creeping me out. But good night. Excellent. Goodbye. See you next week, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Au revoir, I've been Gregoire. So, Swing and a miss, it's Chris. Being the bull, it's Ben. Bye. Bye.